Oh. Kate has a mug. I need a mug of something. Is that a mighty mug? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ode to Mighty Mug. Give us mugs. Mighty Mug. Yes, send us mugs. It's mugs. Yeah, what's up, Mighty Mug? <laughs> How you doing? Long time no hear from. Where y'all been at? This episode we is just going to be you. people that we want to nag into sponsoring us. Mighty Mug. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Say less. Here we go. Run it up. I got to pick up what starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. Because that is how it works. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. The problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition. Conscience. Conscience. Once you are willing to stand up for yourself. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people. Once you recognize what your rights are. Yeah, so my name is Shy. My TikTok is not so shy, and it's spelled with an X. I have RP or retinitis pigmentosa, and I'm in Florida, unfortunately. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. We've got to be that something that Arnold Tornby, the historian, refers to as a creative, creative minority. minority. You're wrong. Once you are willing to stand up for yourself, then others will show up. I'm Brittany, also known as Blind Beauty on TikTok. My eye condition is pseudo Timothy right? And I live in Baltimore. Liberation is not an external thing. It's an internal thing. Find a way to get in the way. I got in trouble. It was good trouble. It was necessary trouble. We might be headed to the promised land. Speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. Because when we all get together, I like to call it the Low Vision and Blind People Forum. Generations were saved by one decision. By one one decision, person changing person. the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can, anyone can do it. I was born this way. Hey, um, I'm Caitlin Wackerman. I live in North, North Carolina, and I have cataracts, glaucoma, and diabetic retinopathy. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Inspirations Beyond Disability. <laughs> I thought that somebody was saying about the white cane that a colored cane misrepresents the cane and it should always be white so that people would know that it's a blind person using the cane does it make a difference or do you see the person using a cane and just assume they have a visual disability you know yeah somebody someone was saying like a red cane over in the uk a red and white cane means that you're deaf and blind and just a white cane. It says that on the internet. Huh? It says that on the internet. But I feel like people are so dumb that, like, even if you are using the regular cane, there's that for. Like, I feel like either way, mm -hmm. people are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> How do we? Bro. We're recording. Okay. We got to introduce ourselves and our guests. Wait, are we recording? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Welcome to Inspirations Beyond Disabilities, where we discuss <laughs> blindness above and beyond inspirational values. I'm Blind Beauty. <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm so shy. I'm Caitlin. I'm Jason. Okay, we have a special guest today. We're so excited to have her. Everybody, welcome, Marie. So, Marie, um, y'all, Marie's back now. <laughs> Fangirling, lover. Like, how old are you? What's your eye condition? Um, where do you live? 
What's your credit card number? What's social security? <laughs> your social security number, hair color. Dating, what's up? What's the deal? I am going to be 21 tomorrow, so I'm super excited. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Woo! Where are we going? <laughs> well, party on Friday, because I feel like it's more fun. Like, tomorrow I'm probably just going to, like, I'll have a drink and stuff, but I want to party Friday, because my friends and I, were all going to meet up and we're going to go bar hopping. I don't know if I should be talking about that on here, but that's what we're doing. Um, you can say all of the things on here. Okay. So yeah, we're going to go bar hopping. I'm excited. Um, I am, I finished my junior year of college a couple weeks ago, so I'm chilling. Um, I have, my eye disease is first congenital amaurosis, LCA. Um, and basically okay. there's like different LCA and mine's like one of the rarest forms. Um, it's the RDH12 gene that's affected. And um, so it's like gradual vision loss. And I lost most of mine when I was 14. But at, even after that, it's like slowly deteriorating. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to say about that. So cool. Now, I have a question. <laughs> um, will, will this actually be your first time drinking? Because it never is. <laughs> um, no. I, I drink a lot, and even my mom was like, oh, you're acting like it's, like, your first time drinking. Like, I've literally been drinking. Well, not, I mean, after high school. I didn't drink in high school. After high school, I started drinking. So what's your favorite drink? Oh, girl, vodka. I love vodka. I mix things with vodka. Okay. I can't do vodka anymore. I don't know what happened. You know, in with my old age, my body's just like, yeah, no, we don't like white anymore. Okay, the thing about what Brittany said is like so true. Everyone would say it to me when I was like 22. They would be like, wait till you get to like 26, 27. It all changes. And I was like, bitch, mm -hmm. you're like four years older than me. Shut up. And now that I'm 28, it is not a fun time anymore. I used to, I used to wake up bright-eyed, bushy-tailed after a night of drinking. Not no more. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it while it lasts, Marie. Mm -hmm. I will. What's you guys' favorite drink, though? Or when you did drink a lot, what was your favorite? Man, I was just drinking two days ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it was just her birthday yesterday, right? My birthday was Monday. Monday. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, Yeah. Um. What? I had one of my friends brought me. Um. Just like. You know the hockey sticks? He bought me um, a little plastic, not little, a big hockey stick. It came mm. from like my belly button to my head, and it had, um, it was filled up with pink Whitney. Wow. <laughs> and then <laughs> I had never had that before. So then I got um, Jack Daniels. Mm. I like dark. So Cavassier, Crown Royal, you know. I love. I also love vodka. It's just an easy default, put it in everything. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also, if I'm out, I'll default to like a rum and coke or like, um, or like if I'm chilling, wine of some sort. Um, and that's pretty much it. I, I like, I also like whiskey and, and all that stuff. But like, those are like my default options. Anything with vodka in it. A rum and coke or a wine. <laughs> yeah, I'm a wine. I'm only white wine and hard seltzers. Occasionally, I will have if the 
opportunity presents itself, I will, like, if I'm at a Mexican restaurant, I will have one skinny, like, jalapeno margarita because they're my favorite drinks, but I try and stay away from all that shit because diabetes, yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> and I stopped drinking liquor. Like, my go-to when I was younger, uh, I was a vodka water with a lemon. Like, I had, I barely ever got a hangover from it. I could sip them all night. And um, it was easy. It was so easy to drink. That was like my shit. But Marie, the only, okay, the one thing that I want to say, and I'm sure you're, you're a smart girl, you know, when people have 17 shots in front of you, the answer is no. Just, you, you are not obligated to take shot after shot after shot after, just because people are buying them for you. You do not have to take all of them. And also remember, do not mix light and dark. Don't do it. And if I were you, stay away from Long Island iced teas tomorrow night. I love Long Island. That's my favorite. Is it bad? If I'm drinking Long Islands, that's all I'm drinking, though. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you just need like one. Yeah. One. You just, you sip those, though. Don't. The issue, yeah. So, Marie, they're very, uh, they're very easy to drink, but there is a lot of liquor in them. There's like five different liquors in them, Mm -hmm. um, and it just tastes like, like, uh, like an iced tea. And they're really good, Mm and they're and they're usually cheap, and uh, they're they're deadly. They will just knock you on your ass out of nowhere. They really will. If you're drinking White Russians, you've or if you're drinking Long Island iced teas, you've lost control of your day. <laughs> it's because I know I can only afford to buy one drink and I want one. That's why I get But Long Island, okay, because I was a bartender forever and I worked in the service industry for 11 years. That is like, it's someone's 21st birthday. They always are drinking Long Islands because they're typically cheap and they get you drunk really quickly. And then people are downing shots in between because it's their 21st birthday. And I, I, I literally remember always telling whoever's birthday it was that night when I was working, like, just because these people are buying you shots does not mean you have to take every single one of them. Nope. You are not <laughs> obligated because I am not cleaning up your puke in about 30 minutes. <laughs> My mom taught me to sit next to a plant, and that way you could put your drinks in there. When you were drunk and people kept pushing it, you could just pour them in the plant. Oh, my or God, the poor plant. You could just say no. Marie, are your friends big drinkers or not really? Um. Yeah, some of them are. Some of them are not, but a good amount of them are. <laughs> yeah. Are we all? Yeah, it's fun. Responsible. I I get a responsible vibe from you. Okay. You're good. For me. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> well, let's talk about you. You just Marie. You said that you just grad, or you didn't just graduate. You uh just passed your junior year, so you're going into a senior year, um, which is exciting. But also for everybody who just seems to think that visually impaired people can't do anything, this girl was in college. And yeah, she's going hello. into her senior year. So let's talk about it. What are you doing? What's the vibe? What are you getting your degree in? Yeah, so um, I'm a psychology major and sociology minor. And I've considered going in, you know, just cont- continuing psychology and doing therapy. But I'm really sensitive. And I think I would take it home with me and mm-hmm. literally be depressed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I am 
pretty sure that for my master's, I'm going to do vision rehab therapy. And so I'm going to help like adults who lose their vision later in life or just need more help. Um, just like learn like independent skills, learn Braille, learn technology, like talk through whatever they want to talk through, um, technology, stuff like that. You'd be good at that. Cool. Yeah, I love, I, I love like, obviously I'm passionate about like disabilities and helping people with disabilities, but especially like helping people realize their potential. So I think it'll be a good fit for me. Yeah, that sounds like a good fit. I think that's really cool. I loved psychology. I took AP Psych in high school, and then I took psychology again in college for, like, my social science or whatever the heck it's called. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a psychology class is the kind of class where if you have the right teacher, it's, like, the best class. (laughs) It's It's so much fun. But you can have really bad teachers where all they care about is like memorize these terms mm-hmm. and pass my test. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're not personal at all. Like, ugh. Yeah. yeah, I do they're like psychology. Uh, that was like one of the classes I never ever skipped a day in when I was in high school. Never. Right. And it's because my teacher was awesome. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah, <laughs> but other than that, like it's a really interesting subject, though. Yeah, because it's because we're all humans, right. study of, and we all have brains, so it's interesting. It is, and then you get like learn about the different types of like people, why they're like why, like why are you like this? Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, but like Marie, so you so you lost like a significant amount of vision when you were fourteen. So like, what was that transition like? And then like, do you ever compare it to adults that you have met? You know, like Brittany and I that have, that lost our vision later in life what's like the what's like the biggest difference you've noticed just between those two type of I don't know vision loss stories yeah so I think for me like as a teenager you know as teenager you're already like you want to fit in you um you're trying to like figure out who you are you you know your looks matter a lot to a lot of teenagers not all teenagers but you're like oh let me like look cute I want to know what I look like stuff like that so I think for me because it was a slow process I didn't just wake up and couldn't see um I it wasn't like a big like all of a sudden change but it definitely was a lot to get used to um in the period of time because I did have to switch from like doing print in school because I was obviously in school at that time like in high school and middle school like I had to switch from like doing print to doing braille which was super hard because like obviously print was like faster for me at one point and braille's like it takes forever to learn and like get used to that was like a big change and I think just like realizing okay I can't see myself but I still need to find like confidence in that way and I need to like establish who I am as a teenager without sight you know so it's kind of like I guess establishing who you are versus like I guess when you're an adult you've already established who you are which could be harder because you already you have this idea of who you are as an adult and then you lose your vision and you have to like reestablish that. So I feel like it, it would maybe be even harder as an adult because as a teenager, you're obviously different than you were as a kid already. Right. Yeah. Wow. I never thought about it that way. For sure. You're already in a point of transition. So it just makes that point of transition different. Whereas when you lose your vision as an adult, yeah. you're right. starting for Right. Yeah. Rehash 
point of transition you already went through. So that's, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, and what helped me, to be honest, as a teenager, um, was like finding people on YouTube, like finding other people who were like blind. Like I remember looking it up just to like see, I'm like, I know there's more people. Cause like I people who are blind, like in my community, not like near me where I live, but like in Illinois and stuff. Um, but I just wanted to like look it up and see other people and like listening to their stories and seeing that, yeah, like some of them, it was hard for them, but they got through it and like seeing like um, some of them did makeup really well. So I'm like, okay, I can still do my makeup. I can still like live a successful life. And I think that really helped just seeing other people's stories on YouTube at that point. So what's hilarious about that, I just, when I lost my sight, I went on YouTube <laughs> And I typed, I, maybe I was typing in the wrong search term. I typed in blind. And I kept getting, well, I wanted to be a nurse, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, are there any blind nurses out there? I want to know. So I typed in blind nurse or blind nurses or whatever. And I got, I kept getting a rock band. I don't know who the hell. I was like, okay. So I guess it's not a thing. <laughs> oh, it's interesting. My, so I, when I worked at one of the restaurants, like right over across the street, um, one of the servers I worked with, he also worked in the emergency room and he immediately when I first started working there after obviously I had lost my vision, he was so normal and good about everything. And he didn't treat me like a bait, you know, like I'd be like someone where's the drink machine so I can get like a lemonade or whatever. And he was like, uh, you can do it yourself. Like, she's got this. Don't do shit for her. Like, she's an adult. And I was like, how are, like, how do you know? And he's like, because I work in the ER and one of the, my coworkers is a nurse and she's blind. And he was like, yep. And he was like, we have to put everything back where we find, she basically has almost like a designated room Mm. where she keeps like a shelf or like a a cart of her stuff. And no one's allowed to touch that cart. It's her cart. Mm -hmm. And he was like, she, she, he's like, she does circles around all of us. So crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never learn anything by having somebody do it for you, right? Right. Right. No. Yeah. So, Mar- Marie, was did, was your identity blindness then, or were, did you have the ability to get past that? I mean, as a kid, you're always searching for your identity. What was your identity then? It was, I don't think it was blindness. Um, I think I, in high school, I just, I didn't ignore it, but I don't think I dealt with it to be honest. Like, I think Mm -hmm. I just said, okay, okay. Yeah. This doesn't bother me, whatever. And I just like continued hanging out with my friends, continued being me continued. And like, I would like have breakdowns though. Like I would like every once in a while, it wasn't every day, but it was like every once in a while because I wasn't used to like, I wouldn't call it discrimination, but I wasn't used to people like in high school, not understanding and not giving me what I want and like denying me things. So like in those times I would like break down and I would get sad but it would be like a one day thing and then I'd be back to like normal and just ignored it I think and then once I got older this is affecting me then I started like dealing with it more because oddly enough and I know I'm going on a tangent but like um in that year I had stomach issues for an entire year like every single day it was like pain pain every day and the people are you sure you're not stressed and I'm like no there's nothing to be stressed about like I'm like completely Mm -hmm. fine talking about and like I thought I was like like lactose intolerant or something like allergic to something but like we found out it was due to stress and like obviously I'm a psych now and I know that it was bothering me and I just wasn't dealing with it the right way I don't think wow that's so relatable yeah was that what happened to you I want to know your story too yeah. oh um 
so I mean I've said this on the show before but I lost my vision in my junior year of high school not I lost my vision I have RP so it's generative um so it started getting it didn't change from when I was born to my junior year of high school it stayed completely the same um so I had like night blindness and like a little bit of like normal nearsightedness or whatever but I, I was able to operate normally as long as the lighting was good. So I was reading print. I was doing schoolwork. Most of my teachers didn't know because they didn't need to know because school was during the day. Um, so I was just chilling. And I lost my vision my junior year of high school. And I was, I was stressed because during the process of losing my vision, I failed mm. like four classes. And in your junior year of high school you shouldn't be failing like that's the worst time to be failing class (laughs) um so then in my senior year I was taking the classes that I failed in my junior year online plus my senior course load um which was a nightmare so I was stressed and I was only attributing it to school and I wasn't dealing with vision loss and the way it was making me feel and stuff because even though you know it's gonna happen like you have a degenerative condition like you know it's getting worse but that doesn't mean that you're ready for it Mm -hmm. right so I I, it was like I was dealing with this the academic part of my stress and not like the emotional stress that I was going through but for me it wasn't stomach pains it was my hair really getting um, yeah I was getting grays and like an absurd amount like of gray hair in the back of my head wow it was really oh my gosh yeah I think it's easy to like ignore it and like that's what I did I'm like I'm fine I just like went about my life out with my friends normal high school student and just didn't deal with it yeah you just push it down it doesn't matter everything's fine (laughs) Marie how did your friends like take to it when you when it happened so like one of my friends friends with her to this day we've been friends since sixth grade um she like I this is weird because they made me start using a cane in middle school but I remember like, not using it like we would literally play limbo with it and be like whatever <laughs> <laughs> and she and I was still reading print at that point so I think she just like did the transition with me like she knew I I always had a visual impairment you know so it wasn't like I was completely excited like she's always known that I had a vision problem and I think she just like went, went with it, you know, like she didn't treat me different. It was all the same. She just went with it. Like, Oh, now I can't see enough to do this. So she would just help me more with like a, B or C, you know? And like in high school, the friends I met in high school, like after the vision loss, they just knew like, Hey, I can't see period, you know? So it was like with every transition, they all knew I was visually impaired, but like in high school, I guess the friends I made in high school, I was already pretty blind Mm -hmm. (laughs) as it is. So that's just all they knew but my friend that was friends with me since middle school she just went with it I guess you know the teachers and like staff didn't know my closest friends did because anytime there was a situation like we're watching a movie in class or whatever like anytime there's a situation where I couldn't see I I would just rely on my Mm. close friends that knew right they would just it wasn't something we needed to talk about it was just, it just was what it was. So um, when I told them like, hey guys, my vision's getting worse. They were like, oh shit, okay. You know, cause they already knew something. Like they knew I had a condition. I told them it could get worse. They just didn't think it would and neither did I. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they kind of just went with it. <clears throat> and then the people later on in life, that's how they meet you. Yeah. So they don't have to. Right. right. I just noticed that people 
They get used to me being blind, but then those people are so used to me being blind, they don't remember I'm blind. And somebody yeah. just said that to me. Somebody just said that to me the other day. They were like, I totally forget you're blind. And I'm like, yeah, but we just talked about it for two hours like, on the car ride, yeah. you know? So I think that's a wonderful, you know, is that people can do that. They just get used to the situation that, and they love the person, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Marie, can I be like kind of nosy? Uh, a little personal did you ever get bullied when you were in high school because you had your cane and all that or no not in high school that's the thing not in high school not in middle school like oh okay in middle school there's one crazy girl but like I don't even count that bullying she was crazy but um she you tried to see if you just try you'll be able to see like she was crazy I don't even consider that bullying mm -hmm. but at that point me sad because I wasn't comfortable with it I was like ah, I went home and cried but like no like constant bullying in grade school yes but because I mean I didn't have a cane or anything but people knew like I had bigger print than them I had like it was hard to see in the dark you know they knew still and kids in grade school I mean or like at recess when kids are running around it was hard to keep up and yeah at bullying in grade school dude kids kid I love kids kids stop. yeah they're mean <laughs> They are mean. Yeah, they don't know boundaries. They're they so mean. And they don't, and they have no filters. They yeah. will say it. They don't care. Zero filter. Zero. <laughs> They're all little hypocrites. Yes. It's so weird, though, because I taught. <laughs> taught little kids. I love the truth. I do, too. Like, it doesn't bother me at all. But I, I, I think I said before on the show that, like, kids take to me like it's nothing versus adults mm -hmm. like adults are weird and kids don't and maybe it's because like I'm an adult now if I was another kid and I went to school with them I don't know what it would be like but I know that they don't give a damn and they ask questions and they just say whatever they want and oh, they yeah. don't they, they're not phased by it at all yeah kids don't pity what adults do you know yeah yeah maybe because they're so small uh, and insignificant we could just step on them whether we're blind or not were any of you bullied I was, like I said, I kept it a little close to the chest, right? So my close friends knew because they had to be around to help me in situations where I needed it. But whenever people did find out, which didn't happen very often, it, it did turn into a little bit of a thing. When I was in like, um, like fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, um, around those ages, which as when kids are really bad um <laughs> people started finding out more because uh, I went I went to a private school so you were with the same kids from first grade all the way through high school if everybody stays there like all the way through your senior year if you all stay in the same place so you grow up with these people so you start to learn things about each other that's just how it works it's like you're a family you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the older I got the more people would find out and Sometimes in certain situations, my friends like would have to, you know, tell me like, oh, so-and-so is pointing at you mm -hmm. or so-and-so is laughing or so, or um, once I got to like sixth grade, people thought it was cute to start hiding my stuff. Oh, oh that is, oh, are we ready to fight? Dang, oh, me and yeah. are like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, don't yeah. Like yeah. Like there would be like, we would be doing like a movie or something and then um, something would just disappear off my desk. Yeah. And that, and that was like sixth grade. But after sixth grade, 
it didn't really happen anymore. Mm. But um, yeah, there was a little bit. There was a little bit of bullying for sure. Kids suck. Mm-mm-mm. They do, and like I'm curious, like Brittany and Kate, you and I'm not sure about you. Like I'm, I know Brittany and Kate. Like you guys had um sight. You know, you were never even like legally blind until you were older. Mm. But That's before so you guys been like considered legally blind or knew much about blindness like what did you guys consider like blindness like what what did you guys think of when you thought blindness did you ever see someone who's blind I've always wondered that I never in my life have been around a visually impaired person until I went I never met one and it blows my mind because like I worked in restaurants for 11 years like straight and I never ever have had an encounter with a visually impaired person Mm -hmm. never Wow. Did you ever think about blindness, like, or did it? Did you ever see it like on TV, on the internet, and have like a thought or like a like stereotypes you thought or any of that? Um, the one thing that it doesn't bother me, but it kind of bothers me. Um, you know the guys that do the YouTube channels where they pretend they're blind yeah. and they either, they either pull pranks on in front of people or they like drop money to see who's like willing to be like the good Samaritan or not, and like. I watch that one. I watch the guys that pretend that they're blind and it's not like, it's so inaccurate, but then also like, that's not how we act. Like we're so independent. You made it just look like we're so incapable of anything. Mm -hmm. We run into people. We like trip and fall and, you know, bust a pizza or a smoothie all over the ground in front of like, that's just like not a thing. I mean, I guess it, it is, but it's not. They're just really, I don't know. And it doesn't, I would watch it and it would just bother me. We don't go walking because, into fountains, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do all that stupid mm-hmm. shit. Or they purposely, like, walk out into tr- oncoming traffic. Right. Like, just to see And I'm like, one, that's, one, it's not really even funny. I don't know why people think it's h- hilarious to watch. But two, like, I, like, if that happened in front of me, like, before I went, you know, blind or whatever, like, I'm... I would, I mean, I would get up and help them. Like you see everyone's reactions and they steal or they just like walk away. They don't do anything. And I'm like, what is wrong? Like, this is not a real scenario. It's just so fake. It looks like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like, I just know that blind people are not stupid. Like they know what they're doing. So, um, for me, um, what was the, oh, have, did I ever like, what was my thought? What did you think? I literally didn't think about it. I didn't think about it at all. Um, but, um, I mean, like, I might have walked past a blind person, or, but I was just like, okay, whatever. Or, like, I, there was a girl in my class, like, um, I really didn't have an understanding of it, because, like, her eyes were, she was cross-eyed, and I think Mm -hmm. that has something to do with, you know, nystagmus and blindness and things like that, but I was bullied, so... (laughs) I wasn't the bully. So they would be bullying her. And I'd be like, what? Uh, you know, I was never bullying her. But, and then um, I I encountered blind people. I was in there. I was, I was a CNA. So um, some of my patients were blind, but they were like old. Yeah. They were supposed to be blind. And um, yeah, <laughs> we had one lady who kept saying like, one day all of a sudden she's like, I can't see. I can't see, and nobody took her serious. And now that I understand, I'm like, oh my god. But at yeah. the same time, we really couldn't do anything because her family signed um, 
a statement saying that like we cannot do anything for her period oh so yeah but um you someone said something that was gonna bring me to a story uh, it'll come back to me later. Oh, nobody, okay. Nobody, nobody thought mine. you could play the piano because of Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles. <laughs> no, I really, I didn't. I really didn't think that. I didn't. I literally had no thoughts about black people, like, because it was like it wasn't my world. Like, I was like, okay, whatever. Right. But yeah. pretending to be blind, I used to walk around my house when I was like thirteen with my eyes closed to see if I knew my whole house if I memorized it. And I remember, I always think about this. My coworker, when I got older and I was a CNA and me and one of my coworkers were talking and I was sitting in one of the wheelchairs and I was playing with it. And I was like, I just want to know what it's like to, you know, sit in this wheelchair. And she's like, you better be careful. Yeah. She's like, because she's like, your mama never told you about that. And I was like, no. And I always think about it. I used to walk around the house with my eyes closed to see if I knew the house and look what happened. People do not believe me when I say, Watch what you think, how you act, and what you say because it comes out. You are, you are, you don't even mean to, but you are manifesting it into your life. It is going to happen. So wild. That's so wild to think about. You, Tim. I don't know. I, I, used, say, I, like the- I used to ride in my mom's wheelchair all the time just to just to know what it was like. I would put my leg up, like, you know, because she was missing the bottom half mm-hmm. of her leg. So. Uh, but yeah. I just wanted to know what she was going through so I could help her with stuff, actually. It sounds, so right. I don't know if it's a, there's a karmic value to that in losing my sight, but I, it helped her in the long run that I knew what she was going through. Mm, yeah. Crazy to think about, dude. Manifestation. <laughs> it's crazy, though, because my boyfriend, because my boyfriend's been blind all his life. So he asked me all the time, he was like, if we had met and you weren't blind, would you have gave me a chance? And I was like, it sounds so shitty, but no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Like, I would I would have been like, I can't date you, you're blind. And I hate it when people do that to me now. And it's like, I was ignorant. Literally ignorant. I knew nothing about it. I was believing what I saw in the media. Which, now that I'm going through it, it, like, there's so many other aspects of life that I'm like, I'm going to research this for myself and actually learn something about it instead of just believing what I see. Yeah. yeah. Would you date someone that's that's blind, Marie? Yeah, that's what I say. Um, I, I, the thing you is, had a like, about that. I would never say no, because I think for me, that's hypocritical for me, because like, I've always had a visual impairment. I've, I've always had it. And it's like, I don't want people saying no to me. Like, I'm not going to date you just because you're blind. So like, mm-hmm. I would never say no. But I'm also, like, I'm not, like, I prefer to date a blind person. Obviously, I know that if I dated a sighted person, it would make my life easier. Um, right. mm-hmm. And I need to, we need to click. We need to, but I have standards for him, obviously. Like, he can't be, like, dependent, like, super dependent. And, like, you know, like, he needs to be independent, confident in himself. Right. And we click, you know? If we do that, then I would never say no. But if he's, like this dependent person who's doesn't have social skills because some of them don't i'm sorry oh my god the social skills. it's not it's not there for all of them um, True. Are you, no. <laughs> and my my so some of my good friends we've they've all asked and like we talk about the dating thing or whatever um because i've noticed like there are some guys that are like you're blind and then they never speak to me again but then other guys are like i don't care that you're blind i think like i'm attracted to your personality or you're just so 
like live, you don't like, it's your attitude that like, I, you're just positive about it. You make jokes, like it's fine, whatever. Um, and some of my friends have said, cause I've asked them, like, would you date a blind person? And they, they all say the same thing. They're like, if they're like you, yes. But if they're like, they have weird or they're not good socially, if they are not dependent, if they're sitting inside all the time, like, no, they're like, no, I wouldn't. But like, when they ask me, they're like, would you? And I'm like, Yes and no. I like I'm like Marie. I wouldn't say no, but I prefer somebody that has vision because like Marie said it would make my life so much easier. <laughs> but I wouldn't say yeah. no. I wouldn't say no. Would. And that's just like the selfish in me because I'm like, damn, the person that I want to date, I better have a car, um valid driver's license. I need See, but this this is the thing though. <laughs> this is what I'm going to say right here. I used to say that same shit. But you cannot help who you fall in love right. with. When 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 my boyfriend and I met, first of all, he was he was raised like he was raised like he wasn't blind. He never went to a school. Well, he did. Uh, he went to Colorado School for the Blind, but like he he was only there for like two years. Like he was hanging out with regular, you know. So he the social skills are there, right? So yeah. So I I was I remember when me and him we were friends at first, and he was like, "Would you date me?" And I was like, "No." And I was blind. I was like, I want a sighted boyfriend. I'm over here looking for a sighted guy. And then it was going wrong. And then I realized I was in love with him. And he's blind. And I just accepted it. Like, you you can say all you want. You want a blind, I mean, a, a sighted person. But, but life, love, you can't help it. You're just going to fall in love with who you fall in love oh, with. Oh, no. I, I agree 100%. I don't, I, like I said, I yeah. wouldn't say no. I just don't meet a lot mm-hmm. of, I don't meet a lot of blind people. I, first of all, we all know that I don't so that is so crazy to me first of all mr train stop sorry (laughs) yeah but i wouldn't say no that's crazy to me because when i lost my sight and went to training i made it my mission to find blind people blind people who were like me because i ain't trying to be mean and then i know y'all listening but some of y'all weird (laughs) y'all weird (laughs) i know Okay. <laughs> and this will be our last episode of Inspirations Beyond Disabilities. Thank you all for watching. <laughs> I just like I don't know. I don't know if it's because they're I don't know if it's because they were sheltered all their lives and yes. people really didn't, you know, they just the social skills ain't there. Yeah, I know that say it because it sounds like oh, we think we're better, but no, it's not. It's true. There are blind <laughs> that are freaking weird and they don't have social skills and it's not because they have other abilities. It's not, it's just blindness. And I, it, they cannot blame mm-hmm. it on anything. They were either sheltered. Right. <laughs> I think this is, this is important for everybody in the blind community. We all want to be spokespeople for, for our disability right and we want to we want to spread awareness some of us do that by speaking and others do that by writing or creating some of us aren't meant to be speaking people but it takes mm-hmm. everybody in the mm-hmm. chain i know there's people that are amazing at certain things but i'm going to be honest with you you are right Brittany. i can't wa- i can't watch <laughs> their videos even if they're blind i need more and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I've been looking at the video. I'm like, but that's the person. That's not the. That's not the blindness. That's the person. I'm saying, mm-hmm. and I'm treating you like a person. I'm not treating you like a disability by saying I don't want to watch. You. But yes, see, but I feel like the ones who don't have social skills, and it's not. I'm not. It's not their blindness or anything. You just. You just don't have good social mm-hmm. skills, right? 
I feel like that is what the rest of the world, that's what they think blind people are. They think none of us have good social skills, and that's not that's true. Right. But we're great at organizing stuff, yeah. and maybe mm-hmm. we're great at other things, just not speaking, not advocating in that way. Right. Maybe we're great at researching right. policy and coming up with it. Maybe our, our autism or our ADD works that way, too, where we can organize right. our thoughts. I mm-hmm. can't organize my thought. I couldn't create a policy. I'm not that smart. But there is other people that were mm-hmm. homeschooled and super smart, but they just don't have the skills to connect in a verbal right. way with other people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't diminish who they are as a person to say that you're not great at this, like, front man role <laughs> when there's other mm-hmm. things for you to do. Trust me, and we need everybody to get where we need right. to go. Yeah. Yeah, I see a lot of them on TikTok where they're like, you know, follow me, follow me. And, I, I, and like, I see their videos, and it always pops up, like, follow back, follow back, because they're blind, and they yeah. are following me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't watch your video because, one – you're just begging people to follow you. Do what mm-hmm. are you putting out there? Like what you're not, you're either, you're just not entertaining or there's nothing here for me. There's nothing mm-hmm. I'm getting, I'm gaining from this. And like, and they really be upset. They get they really so mad. <laughs> but, okay, but, so this is the thing. This would be like us, uh, like being mad at a movie star because they're a movie star and I'm not. What? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like that's what we are on TikTok, right? Like we just we're we're good at like entertaining and and getting our we're good at talking, right? We're good at like what we do, right? And sharing information and just whatever. Um, everyone's on their own journey, and like just like you said, Jason, like maybe these people would be good at writing a book, or maybe they would be good at doing just anything, something else. Like, I know that I suck. I don't ever want to go back to school. I'm a terrible student. I'm not interested in sitting in the classroom or reading some shit. And then, no, I don't want to take tests. I don't want to do that. And I know that, I know that, like, about me. I've always been, I've been a garbage student since I was in, like, the fourth grade. And, okay, like, I've, <laughs> I, it's true. Like, I, I struggled all me through too. school. Like, terrible grades but like I did too I know that like I can talk to people I know that I'm a great listener I know that I can relate with people um and let's be honest I'm absolutely hilarious but um <laughs> I just like I see all this these people on TikTok one they play the, the victim that no one's gonna follow them and I'm like well that's already reason number one I don't want to follow you <laughs> that's exactly it. that was it right there for me you're playing the victim and then you're begging me to follow you because because you're blind, what? What does that have to do with anything? I'm confused. Right. And now, and now my four year page is filled with your boringness. Like, I just, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> the TikTok, don't turn on the camera and go, huh, mm, okay. Well, I right. wasn't prepared for this. Sorry for the way I look. Right. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, you know, just say what you're going to say. Don't, and, no, it, or some people, I know. they don't know how to get their point mm-hmm. across. Like, they're like, and yeah, like, I agree because, and it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And of course, you know, I don't like the part 12s. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. How do y'all feel about those three-minute videos? Mm. I don't know. If everybody, like, but see, I don't know. You don't like the, you don't like the story time, the parts, but people have been begging me for another story. They're like, do a story time. I, People love it. I'm going to be honest. I love it if it's a good story. I'm saying. Go ahead, Marie. I'm sorry. Um, I, I think the three-minute videos 
could be good for story times. That way, like you can get more of the story in one video, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Marie, yeah. you're really big on yeah. TikTok. How many followers do you have now? Um, I'm almost at 190,000 right now. Yeah, girl. I remember when we first met Marie and we talked on the phone, I think you only had 50,000 followers at the time. Yeah. And that was only back in like, what, December maybe? Uh, when I found your page, yeah, it was back in December around the same time you found her, Kate, and it was 50,000. And I was like, wow. And then she followed me back. Oh, I was like, oh, like when I found you, you were like, you're so funny. I was like, I like, I just like binge watched your video because you're hilarious. Kate, you too, like all of you guys. No, but um, I found you and Kate at this, like literally like the same day. Like really something like, yes, because I had found you and I was like, huh, I'm going to follow her. I think like, she's probably not going to follow me back, but whatever. And then you follow me back and I'm going to lost my shit. And then I guess after that, the algorithm was like, hey, let me start showing her blind people. And then I saw Kate with her blind girl shit show. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she followed me back too. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> you actually following, y'all, pause the story. I have been noticing, I don't know what it is, but I've been noticing right now, a lot of the big TikTokers will follow me back. I'm just, I, I just had to, you know, I'm showing off a little bit. Like, because, you know, before, like, if you're, I don't know, maybe I'm interesting, but, like, I'm like, oh, let me follow this person. They have, like, a million followers. They'll never follow me back. And next thing you know, it's like, so-and-so followed you back. And it's like, Wait, didn't Alisa me? just, I'm sure it was Alisa, but um, didn't she post a video of Molly Burke following her back? That was, sure was, um, no, that was, I seen that video. I, I thought it was Elisa. Well, okay, so I know my friend, Caitlin. Remember, Brittany, the girl that you, like, sent the video to me? I was like, mm -hmm. that's Caitlin. You guys met her on the group chat or whatever. Oh, I love her. Yeah. She's awesome, yeah. by the way. She, she, yeah, is. she is. We awesome. have the, like, same story and everything. She, it's weird how we met. Mm -hmm. but oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how we met. She found me on TikTok and was like, hey, I saw that you live in North Carolina. We have the same story really crazy. I actually live in Minnesota, but my parents live in North Carolina. And then like, I'm like, oh, that's really great, whatever. And then she's like, well, if I ever come visit, maybe we can meet up, you know? And then I find out her parents live like the exit up from, they live like 10 minutes from me. Nice. And so she came to visit wow. and hung out. And it was great. But anyways, um, she doesn't have that, but she just, just started sharing her story as you guys, mm -hmm. I think have found by now. Um, so she, I don't even think she hit like a thousand followers yet. And then Molly Burke followed her back and she almost shit herself. <laughs> she was like the most famous blind person. Yeah, years ago she was. Listen, this, I'm not so. a hater of Molly Burke. Um, I just think that she's her her content is very boring. Ah, thank you. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Like I understand that she was like the first and like she got big and she's in LA now and she's got all these like millions of followers and all this shit. And like, that's, that's awesome. But like when I seriously, when her, and don't get me wrong, I follow her. Right. Um, because when I first went blind, that was like who I followed on TikTok, And I was like, yo, this girl's like great. She's telling me all this shit that I've never learned. But like now that I, some of her videos, I'm like, this is the most boring shit I've ever seen or listened to. We Molly's whole thing, right. Is information, information, but we already have all that information exactly they're not for us they're for <laughs> they're for sighted people who are trying to learn about us they're not for us 
but she's also a really unrealistic ex like person to to watch and learn all yeah, that shit hmm. from because she lives in a very large life for like like we're on disability and shit we struggle right right and don't get me wrong that's like, what I, I was trying to say Caitlin put okay. it perfectly but don't get me wrong like right like she she worked she probably worked her ass off to get where she is today mm-hmm. but to be um informing all of these sighted people about what blindness is like yes she puts out really great facts and info but they should really see how we actually really live because she ain't the one mm. she's like a superstar <laughs> like she- exactly that's what you put it to put it in layman terms what Kaylin just said that's what i was trying to say i couldn't find a word no i feel like people know like people know like yeah she's blind but she's got like money now she has a whole platform mm-hmm. like she's people know i mean because it's the same thing with all those celebrities on instagram like you know that shit is fake right. like everyone knows or like that that life is not attainable mm-hmm. like or like not it, it's like to a certain level of unattainable you know it's like not realistic to think that you're gonna get that you know so like I feel like people know that about Molly at this point. Like they're like, she's great, she's blind, she's informative, but she also has way more money than I do. But that's another thing. People like watching people with money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I mean, she can go do some crazy shit that I'm not. Like she she does like silk silk yoga, like the the suspended right. yoga. I can't afford to right. do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I love like. That's great that she's, mm. you know, worked her way up and like that's where she's at. And like that's fucking dope. Like one day I hope I can do something like that, right? But um, and I'm and I'm not saying it's not realistic or it is realistic, but I'm just saying like for her to be the role model for sighted people to see what blind people are like, she ain't the one. It's just one out of three hundred and sixty mm-hmm. angles that is blindness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully people keep that in, in consideration, right. but either. But that's the whole point of like why I do my videos the way I do them. Cause like I do them from the point of view of a black blind woman. Um, emphasis on black. <laughs> um, like I just be chilling. Like I'm not about to be up here doing the animated stuff, giving out. I mean, I do give out information, but I like to be relatable. Like I want you to look at the camera and see yourself chilling in your bonnet in your bedroom blind as fuck like that's what I want <laughs> see like when I so when I like do my videos like I try and relate to sighted people like I don't want just okay I love that blind people follow me that's amazing I love that disabled people follow me like do it that's great I'm glad that I can be motivating for you but like I also do it for just any anyone that's why I try and not focus on just being blind in all my videos and putting out information because not for nothing but a lot of people don't care yeah for me I both like I do a lot of blindness videos but I also do story times because I know those are interesting mm-hmm. and it's like you like are like I'm gonna show you how be blind people go grocery shopping and then you like take the drink and put it back or taste it and then you're <laughs> like I'm gonna show you guys how blind people drive and gets in the driver's seat and she got in the car yeah. <laughs> It's good. Like yeah, that's that was funny. It's funny. <laughs> Thank you guys. I love you guys' videos too. Um, I just think, yeah, there does need to be like a balance between well, people can do what they want with their videos, just in my opinion. There should be a balance between like obviously informative, fun, like all the above. Keep mm-hmm. people entertained. 
Right. I agree. And I just want to say, if we're bragging about people that are following us, the founder of Emily's List found it, um, followed me on Twitter today, so I'm in my own sort of heaven. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Wait, who's that? Emily's, li- <laughs> Emily's List is a group that promotes um, female candidates for local offices and, you know, national offices. They mentor them, they promote them, they help get their donations, they help get them in office, and... She friended me. She followed me. <laughs> wow. That is a big deal. It is. I love that. So for me, it's it doesn't matter how big your platform is. It's what are you going to do once you get it. See, once people yeah. know we exist, yeah. then it's easier to get them to understand that we have needs. So <laughs> I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Finding people that were not useless and we're not sitting on our asses because right. she's not doing that. So she's she's yeah. helping somebody said it takes every link in the chain to get where you need to go and i believe that i might not be a molly but other people aren't me and that's good you had something a topic that i really liked and it was somebody asked you to tell something that people were good to you that people were nice to you in some way oh, you know and i yeah. love that marie mm-hmm. can you remember some instances where um people were nice to you and it wasn't like, because we can all remember times where people were stupid or rude or disrespectful in right. know, in terms of our, but can you remember like maybe some standout moments where people were like extra special, nice to you because of your blindness or even just treated you like a normal friggin' person? <laughs> um, I love this too, because we do a lot of the times we do focus on them. People are not nice just because it's easy to do that, but there are a lot um I have a few so one um I was at a restaurant once this was like probably a year ago maybe more a year and a half ago I still remember though because it was so sweet and um she was like super sweet like I'm putting your drink like right in front of you like the waitress was so nice um I'm putting your plate like like she was very descriptive about everything and she's like oh do you want me to read like parts of the menu to you like she she was so nice and I was like oh no thank you and um just like a little thing. She didn't even make it a big deal. She just asked like, do you, would you like me to do this for you? And it just felt like she understood. Um, so that was really nice. And then a couple weeks ago, um, I was leaving the mall and this lady opened the door for me. I'm like, Oh, thank you. Like I always do. And then she ran to open the other door just, just to be nice. Like I could clearly open the door, but it was, it was just, I was like, Oh, that's so sweet. And she's like, I'm a service dog trainer. And then we started talking about like that. And I thought that was nice. And then like also in college, like I've had some professors that have been very understanding and very nice and trying to make their class accessible and that's that sticks too because a lot of times educators don't get it or don't want to get it sometimes and that's very fortunate and so when they do get it and when they do try it it just means a lot yeah the part about educators I still get that because um I knew someone who um, was in college for sociology and her professor felt like she couldn't do it and shouldn't be doing it because she was blind. And therefore, she kept trying to like give her failing grades that she didn't want her to be in the field. A sociology oh professor. Oh my god! Like they had to take it to like they had to do like a whole investigation. They were like it was a whole thing. They had to take it to the dean. Like she ended up oh. passing though, but that teacher was really trying hard. When you say educators helping you out and understanding that is a big thing like in the education field 
How about you guys? Any nice, any nice people stories? Oh, nice people stories. Um, I do. Okay. Okay. Go. When I was walking to the gym the other day, um, I made it to the crosswalk again across the uh to get across the intersection, you know, my screwed up intersection that has one crosswalk for a four-way intersection. Um, and a guy was running past me and he came all the way back and stopped me and was like, do you want me to help you get across the street? And I was like, no, man, that was really nice. I'm actually trying to get hit so I can catch a check. And he didn't get it. Uh, and I was like, I was like, never mind. Uh, no, I'm good. I really appreciate the offer though. And he was like, oh, okay, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I, I actually don't really hope that I want to get hit, but I wouldn't hate a paycheck. Um, and then I just walked across the street. Um, and then there was another guy when I was walking home from the gym. He saw me coming, so he waited at the corner where there's no crosswalk. And he was like, how are you going to get across the intersection? There's no, like, button. There's no crosswalk. And I was like, oh, I got this. I do it every day. Like, whatever. And he's like, well, how do you know when to go? And I explained it. And he was like, um, well, do you want me to help you? And I was like, no, man, I do this every day, but I really appreciate it. It's just, I'm surprised because everybody else that runs into me, especially adults, they just run away from me. They don't talk to me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, a homeboy that was like on a run, like literally turned around and came all the way back to ask if I needed help. And I thought that was really nice. I, um, if we're keeping it neighborhood, I have, there's this guy that rides his bike in my backyard. I made a video about him, actually. I call him bike guy. Mm -hmm. I don't know his name. I'm never, I'm never gonna have enough time to ask him his name because every time I see him, he's on the bike, hey, and I don't know what it's. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's a you know, it's just a sidewalk that goes all the way up and down the neighborhood, and he always tells me what side he's coming up on. So like, he'll see me and he'll be like, right side, left side, you know, and then I'll move and and I'll be like, thanks, and he'll be like, bye, and and you know, that's a bad guy, and he's great. Um. <laughs> And then the CVS by my house, there is a, um, there's this guy that works there that always, every time I walk in, he's like, you know, hey, how are you? Let me know if you need anything. Like, and it's like, he doesn't, I would normally, I would be like, oh, he probably says that to everybody that walk. He doesn't. He doesn't say that to everybody that walks. Right. <laughs> he doesn't. He's sitting there at the cash register doing his business. But when I walk in, he's like, hey need any help and I'm like no and he's like let me know if you do and then that's it and and it's just the fact that I know that if I need help yeah. I can go find him it's nice and he helped me a couple of times because like sometimes I can't find things um so those are the two I can think of off the top of my head but there have been so many yeah same <laughs> but where can I find you shy you can find me at not so shy on everything and that's shy spelled x-h-y I love it. When's the next podcast coming out? Uh, if I do what I'm supposed to do tomorrow. All right. <laughs> yeah. Go up tomorrow. I'm just looking for the Justin Bieber cover you do on your new guitar. Oh, yeah. That's coming. I, I know. Or is it? Was that a year ago? I don't know because I'm just seeing videos now. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Brittany? Where can we find you? You can find me at three underscores blind beauty underscore on TikTok, Instagram, and just blind beauty on YouTube. Ooh, I like that. You got to go check out. Go subscribe to her YouTube channel because she needs more uh, more views there. I need more posts. Maybe I'll get more views. <laughs> Love it. 
Caitlin, where can people find you? I'm Caitlin Wackerman on TikTok and then Kate Wack on Instagram. And that's it, right? I would say, I don't want you to add me on Facebook, so don't find me. <laughs> don't look for her on Facebook. And because it broke up on you last time, Maria, where can people find you? Um, TikTok is Marie Zacoon. Um And I mean... I don't want strangers on Facebook, but like you guys can be on Facebook, but I'm more <laughs> social media. So love it. Yeah. Okay. I want to ask everybody to go ahead and get Snapchat because I'm a more minority stakeholder in the company. So go ahead and get that and find me at Jason Anthony 850. I'm actually, okay. you mentioned Snapchat. I'm actually going to make a new one because I still have one, but it's like my old personal Snapchat from like high school make a new one so look for me not so shy on snapchat <laughs> thanks guys hey daisy how you doing, how you doing? <laughs> how you, doing? <laughs> you do it better but i'm gonna keep trying yeah y'all practice that but all right i have to go continue <clears throat> packing i'm going on a vacation soon all right bye, bye. bye. literal same bye <laughs> <laughs> They told me don't dive in too deep The rocks are harder at the bottom of the sea You're just a small fish with a story You'll get lost down there I didn't hear the lies they told I threw myself into Thank you.